Hey, good morning, everybody. Today's daf is Sota Daf Mem Ches. We are holding on Daf Mem Zayin and Beis. We are seven lines from the end of the page on Mem Zayin and Beis, and we are up to Misha Rabu Tzarei Ayin at the very beginning of the line. Today's year is sponsored by Dr. David Lander in honor of his wife and children, Lili Nishmas's mother, Golda Basimcha Shalom. It is also sponsored by Eric Cohn in honor of his father's twelfth yardside, Yoshua Aryeh Ben David Cohen. Yardside is tomorrow. The Neshama Shavin Aliyah. We thank. Both sponsors very very much for the sponsorship so what we're going to discuss today is uh, we're continuing the discussion of things that um, disappeared at certain points in history the Gemara is going to talk about the Takanos of Yochanan Kohen Gadol relating to Maestros and relating to Vidoy Maeser then the Gemara is going to define the words Maorin and Nokfin because those are two of the things that they were Mavatel so what exactly are those then the Mishnah Naman Aleph is going to tell us what was lost when the Sanhedrin was Batel and when the Chorban happened how many different things were lost from Klal Yisrael and then we're going to discuss a little bit about the Gezeira that was made against music and the negative effects that music can have on a person and on a society. On Ahmed Bey's, the Gemara is going to uh, identify who are the Nevi'im Rishonim that the Mishnah speaks about, who when they passed away, it signified the end of the uh, Urim Vitumim. So which Nevi'im Rishonim were the, who, who are we referring to? At what point did Urim Vitumim stop functioning? The Gemara is then going to tell us certain Hespedim that were given for key figures in Klaliusol's history, that then it's going to talk about the role of the Shamir, uh, if it had a role in the uh, in the making of the Beis HaMikdash. And then at the end of the daf, we're going to discuss three different definitions of nofes sufim, of that phrase, nofes sufim. So let's begin seven lines from the end of the page, on daf, mem zayinam So says the Gemara, misharabu tzareyayin v'tarfeiteref, when there were too many people who were tzareyayin, who were uh, stingy people. Uh, we already, this is in our first discussion about, uh, about stingy people, right, on Daf, uh, what was it, Lamed Ches or so, we had uh, about uh, not being nene from people who are uh, who are stingy people, so uh, when there were too many stingy people, Vitarfei Teref, and too many Gazlanim, Rabu Ma'amtse Halev, so people who, uh, who who didn't have Rachmanus on Aniyim, who strengthened their hearts not to give tzedakah, Vekovtse Yadayim Ilahalvos, and people who withheld from lending money, Vavrol Masha Kasa and they violated that which it says in the Torah, which is Yisham That's not enough of the Pasuk to really give you a sense of what the Pasuk is saying. That's just telling you you're not allowed to do what that Pasuk is talking about. But the Pasuk says, That you shouldn't, uh, you shouldn't refrain from being generous with a Chicha Evyon. Right? So the Pasuk goes on to say, you have to give, you have to give a loan, you have to give tzedakah. When there were too many women that were walking with an outstretched neck and they were fluttering their eyes, meaning they carried themselves with a certain sense of gaiva and a certain sense of uh, of, of, of pritzos. So, Rabu Ma'imamarim, there were many more husbands that were uh, being that that, that uh, had a ruach kina and were being makani their uh, their wives. But Elishapasku, but they couldn't do anything with that because the pasku Ma'imamarim, the Ma'imamarim was no longer available to help vindicate these women of uh, of any wrongdoing. When too many people started receiving 
gifts, so lifespans shortened, fewer days and fewer years. That when one hates gifts, then they're going to live longer. It's a school of Arichsiyam. When too many people relied on their own intellect and they didn't want to hear a Mesorah from the Rebbeim, so Rabbu Machlokas be Yisrael. That caused great Machlokas in Klal Yisrael because people weren't uh, being loyal to a Mesorah that they had from the Rebbe and everyone was just deciding things on their own. And when there were too many that were not Mishamish the Rebbeim enough and therefore they didn't really get all of the details down from the Rebbeim, Rabbu Machlokas be Yisrael, Venasas Torah Keshtei Toros. That caused great Machlokas in Klal Yisrael and the Torah became like Shtei Toros because a lot of times one uh, one person will be Mitar, the other will be Mitame, one will be Matir, the other will Asr. Mishrabu Mkabli Tzedakam and Ovdi Chavim, when there were too many people that were receiving Tzedakah from Ovdi Chavim, HaYisrael Lemaila Veheim Lemata Yisrael Lefnim Veheim Lachar. That's a euphemism. It really means the opposite, but it's too difficult for us to even say that. So what it really means is that we were, it gave us a significant Significant disadvantage, and it gave the Umas Ha'olam a significant advantage. The Gemara in Masechus Basra, in the first parak, talk about that. Talk about the great zuchus of tzedakah and how that helps by uh, that helps the Umas Ha'olam by receiving tzedakah from them. We are uh, we're biyavish kseir to shabarna that we need their zuchuyos to run out. We're giving them the zuchuyos, which is going to continue to give them the upper hand and prolong our galus. Mishmeis Yosi Ben Yuazer. We said that when Yosi Ben Yuazer and Yosi Ben Yehuda Issue Shlaim died, so Batla Ashkolos, Maya Ashkolos, where is Ashkolos? Me, number of the Mishmuel, Isha Kolbo, someone who has uh, Torah and someone who, uh, who who has everything. He has all of the uh, the best qualities that go along. Torah, Yeraschet, Kmilz Chasadim, all of those qualities. Yochan Kohen Gadol, Hever Adayas Hameiser. Yochan Kohen Gadol prevented, stopped people from doing Vidoy Meiser. My time, well, what's wrong with doing Vidoy Meiser? Why would he prevent us from doing Vidoy Meiser? So, Amr Abiyasu Bechinil, Tisha ain't no snow, so because we were no longer giving Meiser the way it was meant to be given. Because the Torah says Meiser Rishon goes to Levim. But we were giving it to Kohanim because Ezra made a Knas on the Levim since uh, that they shouldn't get Meiser Rishon anymore because they didn't return by uh, by the Bayasheni. So therefore, after Galus Babel, so therefore we can't say the Vidoy because the Vidoy includes Vigam Nisativ Lelevi. But it's not true. You're not allowed to say Sheker. So once we couldn't give it to Levim because there was a Knast not to give it to Levim, we couldn't say those words, and therefore we couldn't say the Vidoy Meisra at all. So, why not say the rest of the Vidoy Meisra that talks about everything else besides for Meisra Rishon? That if you can't include the part about Meisra Rishon, then you're not allowed to say any of it. My time, oh, why is it that they're all dependent on each other? Meisra Rishon is the first thing you mention. So, uh, since that's the first part, so you can't even get started. So if you can't get started, you certainly can't uh, continue. But wait a second, this is telling us that they were mafresh Rishon. It's just that they didn't give it to the same address that the Torah says you're supposed to give it to. The Torah, the Torah says you're supposed to give it to Levim, and we gave it instead because of Takana Sezra to Kohanim. But it sounds like they were mafresh Rishon. But Vatanya, but we have another price that indicates otherwise. It says Afu Bital Savidoy Vigazra Aladmai. The Yochan Kohen Gadol did two things. He was Mavatal Vidu Meiser 
and he was gozer on Demai, because he sent out uh, a fact-finding team in uh, all of uh, all of Eretz and he saw that for the most part people were only being but when it came to some people were taking those maestros and many people a lot of other people were not taking those maestros so Amalehem so Yochum Kohen Gadol said to people Banai Bo Vomerlechem Kshem Shum Gadol Yeshba Avon Misa Why is it that you're so meticulous about Shum Gadol? It's because it has an Avon Misa Bidei Shemayim. If you if you don't give Shum Gadol, it's going to be a Chiv Misa Bidei Shemayim. But you should know Kach Shumas Maisu V'Tevel Yeshba Avon Misa Shumas Maisu V'Tevel also have Misa Bidei Bidei Shemayim. The Gemara in Sanhedrin derives this from from Psukim that Shumas Maisu is even Avon Misa. That and if you're not Mafr Maisu Rishon, you're not going to be Mafr Shumas Maisu either. So uh, and therefore you can't eat grain that you bought from Amay Aretz if they're not mafresh everything uh, properly. So Amad Vihiskin them Siyochan Kohengadl made a takana that that was a takana that Yicholun Amud, but it's not going to be so difficult to observe this takana that Halukech Peros Maamaretz when you buy produce from Maamaretz mafresh men Maisurishon Maisurishoni you have to be mafresh again Maisurishon Maisurishoni misafek Maisurishon mafresh men Shumas Maisur from the Maisurishon you have to be mafresh Shumas Maisur but the only part of that that you're actually going to have to give up is the Chumas Meiser, right? That you're going to have to give that one-tenth of one-tenth to a Kohen. But a Meiser Sheni, Meiser Sheni, you get to keep anyway. You just got to eat it in your Shlein. Meiser Rishon, Meiser And as far as Meiser Rishon, Meiser there is no Isser for a Tsar to eat Meiser Rishon or Meiser There's no Isser for a non-Kohen or a non-Levi to eat these things. It's just that it's Mamon of the Levi. Yeah, but a Motsi Mechavero, Lafaraya, you could tell the Levi and tell the Ani, bring me a raya that the Amaretz that I bought this produce from didn't already, wasn't already mafresh, maeserisha maeserani, and therefore you're allowed to keep it. So it was a takana kalo, it was something that people were able to observe. It wasn't asking very much of them. It was asking them to go through the ritual of being mafresh, the maestros, and, and only giving up the trumas maeser, and uh, ultimately keeping everything else for themselves. But the bottom line is, you see that not everyone was being mafresh maestros. And we said that everyone was being mafresh maestros, it's just that we were giving it to Kohanim, not to Levim. So says Mar Tarti Tiken Yochan Kohen Gadol made two takanos. First, Bitol Vidoy Dechaverim. First, he was Mavatel that uh, the, the Vidoy Maisos that Chaverim, uh, who were Mafresh Shumas Maisos, would say. But they weren't giving Maisarishon to a Levi because that was his takanon, that they shouldn't, that they, it only goes to Kohanim. So they couldn't say the Vidoy. And also, the Gazral Dmai Shal Ameya Aretz. That when it comes to non Chaverim, when it comes to Ameya Aretz, he was Goza that the Mai that is purchased. From Ame Aretz, you need to be mafresh from again. He was also mevatel the Maorim. My Maorim, who are Maorim? So Amarachva, Rachva, it's the name of the Chacham said, that every day when the Levim stood on the platform in the base of Migdash, and they would say the Pasuk in Tehillim, that wake up, why is Hashem sleeping? So so the Levim that would say that Pasuk are called the Maorim, that the ones Ki'ilu, they're waking up. So Amlem Yochan and Kohen Gadol said to the Morim, You think Hashem sleeps? There's another Pasuk in Tehillim, one that we say all the time, That the Shomer Yisrael never sleeps, he never slumbers. 
What, what does the Pasuk mean then? It's a Pasuk that says Ura Hashem. It means that when Klal Yisrael is in Tsar and the Yovdu Chavim are living life easy and pleasantly, it's as if it appears to us as if Chas V'Shalom HaKadosh Baruch Hu is sleeping and therefore we say Ura Lama Sishan Hashem um, because uh, so, uh, the, the, uh, the, and prior to the days of Yochum Kohen Gadol, they were allowed to say that Pasuk because everyone had enough Amuna to realize that the Pasuk is only talking about Hester Panim, but it's not talking about that Hashem actually sleeps. But in the days of Yochan Kohen Gadol, he realized, uh-oh, people are going to get the wrong impression from this, and therefore he had to, uh, he had to be mevatel. There were too many tztukim around that took things literally, so he had to be mevatel them from saying that Pasuk. Ves Hanokfim, and also the nokfim, my nokfim, who are the nokfim? They would make a, a slit between the the, uh, the horns of the egel before they would shaft it. So that some of the blood would go into the eyes of the egel, so it wouldn't be able to see, it would become all disoriented, and therefore it would be easier to shaft the animal. Otherwise it fights back, and it's a strong animal. So came along and he was mevatel that minog, because it looks like like you're being matil mum on the carbon, and you're certainly not allowed to do that. So that it wasn't that they made it bleed between the eyes, that the note from were people that would beat the animal down with a stick, in a way that's similar to how they would do in front of Ovdei of the Chavim. So uh, the Tfarisil uh, and Shmuel is not really arguing on the Brisa. He says originally the note from would be Mesartin as Egel, but once uh, they got used to the, the once once they they got used to doing that. That, they started not uh, hitting it with the stick also to make uh, to, to, to make the srita the easier to do, even just to make that cut. So they would beat it up a little bit first. Some of them, and must have to machil nevelos mizbech. So Yochan Kongadol said to them, How long are you going to be, are you going to feed nevelos to the mizbech? So it says, Nevelos? Hashachdu. What do you mean nevelos? They shechdu them. So it's not a nevela. So it the Gemara, it doesn't mean nevelos, elatrefos. It means trefos. Because shamanikev krom shalmoach. Because maybe uh, they're going to cause, by beating the animal up a little bit, it's going to make a, uh, a hole in the membrane around the animal's brain, and that's a trefa. So Amad Vizkalim Tabos Bekarka. So instead, he put Tabos in the Karka, he put these rings that hold down the animal really well in the, uh, in, in, in the ground. So that's what they, uh, they did. So uh, uh, the, 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 the Torah says, um, w- w- there's a more basic reason they should have stopped this because it's Tzar Balechayim they should have stopped this you know why, that, which is Daraisa instead of a Darabana that it looks like you're taking you're, you're being uh, Makriv Trefos one of the other Akhram says well, why do they have to be Misakin Tabos he could have just been Misakin to check for Trefos yeah, you know then uh, I mean you don't check for every Trefos we only check the lungs because those are the common Trefos but just check just make sure you check the Krom Shalmach and then you'll know that it's not a Trefos so some of the Akhram try to suggest you see from here that there's an issue to Shech the Trefos in the base of Mikdash, that you have to make sure that it's not a trefa even before the shechita. You do whatever you can to make sure that it's uh, that that it's not a trefa. It's interesting that the Gemara initially, when it talks about it, says you're being you're bringing nevelos and it says no, not nevelos, trefos. Well, well, why did it say nevelos if it meant trefos? So I think they said Reb Chaim's bar mitzvah pshatul. When Reb Chaim was bar mitzvah, his bar mitzvah pshatul was on the relationship between nevela and trefa. Now, what is trefa? Trefa is an animal that uh, can't have a kasher shechita. That it's a chisar and it, it loses the ability to have a kashra shechita. What's a nevela? A nevela is an animal. It doesn't have a shechita. So a trefa is like a, a sort of nevela, that it relates
relates to the Isra Nevela. It's not a completely independent uh, Isra. So I think that was the Shtikl Torah, or part of the Shtikl Torah, that Rabbi Chaim said in his Bar Mitzvah, and his, his uh, Shul Rabbi didn't write his Bar Mitzvah, right? he, uh, he came up with it on his own. So, Ad Yom of Hayapatish Makabi Yerushalayim. Until uh, his days, they would uh, bang the hammer in Yerushalayim. So, B'chol HaShomoed, meaning HaChalomoed, and Yochan Kohen Gadol goes there to stop doing that HaChalomoed, even though they were only doing it from Leches, Dover HaAved, um, but uh, not everyone's going to realize that, that it was a Dover HaAved, and therefore, he had to have them stop doing such noisy work. Throughout his lifetime, no one ever had to ask about Tamai. That's what we said, because he made it that instead of asking, just be mafresh. When you buy from an Amaret, you're going to be mafresh. Uh, Fine, says the uh, Mishnah now. Sanhedrin. Once the Sanhedrin was bottled, so songs in uh, drinking houses and taverns became bottled. When the Nevi Marishonim died, which the Gemara is going to identify who they were. But the Urim Batum, the Urim Batum became Batal Mishkar, when the second base was destroyed, Batal Shamir Vinofas Tufim. Shamir and Nofas Tufim were Batal. At the end of today's daf, we discuss what Nofas Tufim are, and we'll also discuss what the uh, Shamir accomplished. And there weren't any Anshe Amana, and we'll discuss that also. What does it mean, Anshe Amana? So Pashtus is people who have Emuna. Shenemar, Hoshia Hashem Kigamar and it says, Ki pasu adam. Omer, hey, Shum, Migdash, was made that from the time the second base was destroyed, yom klola. every day has curses. The dew has not come, Vinital, Tama, Peros, and the, the, all the flavor has been taken out of the fruits. Rabbi Yossi Omer, that from the day the base was destroyed, Afnital, Shumana, Peros, the, uh, the, the ability of fruits to nourish, of uh, the grain and the fruit to nourish, has been taken. Rabbi Shumangan, Ben that no, when Tahara stopped in Klal that's what took away the Reach of the Peros. When we were Mevatel, the mitzvos, the mitzvos of Maisos, that took away the ability of the of the Peros, Shuman Adagan, of the Dagan, of the grain to nourish us. And then Znus and Kishuf, those Averos, took everything away from us, took all of the Brachas away from us. So now, we had said in the Mishnah that... Um, the shear uh, was uh, was bottle from when Sanhedrin became bottle. So how do you know the pasuk of Bashir lo yishtu yayin is talking about the time when the Sanhedrin became bottle? Maybe it's referring to some other time. So that it sounds like the negina of the bachurim stopped when the yeshiva sazekenim in the shar stopped. What's the yeshiva sazekenim in the shar? That's the Sanhedrin. So when the Sanhedrin stopped. That's when the Bachurim Miniginasam. Amrav, Udna de Shama Zimra, an ear that hears music, Te Akr, should be uprooted from the world. Amrav, Zimra Bebesa, if there's music in the house, Chorva Besifa. It means that the, uh, the foundations of the house are going to have Chorban. The uh, doorstep of the house is going to have Chorban. Shnemar, Kol Yishor Bechalon, Chorib Basaf, Kiarza Eira. So, says Gmar, my Kiarza Eira, what does that mean? Amrav Yitzchak, Bayesam, Subukbarazim, Irhu, that if you have a house that is uh, built with uh, with cedar wood, it's uh, hard to destroy it. 
it's uh, you, you'll think it's hard to it's hard to destroy such house, but it's not true. It will become destroyed if there's zemer in that house, even though it seems to be uh, it seems to be built with solid material. That when there's a churban of a bias, it starts at the pesach bias. It starts at the doorway. Or could be we learned the din of Rava from the following pasuk that it's after it says Bashirlo Yushtiyai and the pasuk says Ushiya Yukas Shoar. So it means that since they drank wine, Bashir, so the house is going to be of a Shomim. It's going to be empty of any residents. And therefore, uh, there's going to be Shadim that, uh, that that ruin the entire place. Uh, when there are no people, that's where Shadim come to to to, uh, to abandoned areas. That's where there's uh, it's common to have Shadim. Again, the Raman writes that there are no shadim, but uh, there are lots and lots and lots and lots of Gemaras that say that there are shadim. That's what the Vilna Gon said about the Rambam, that it's uh, the philosophia ha'arura that led him astray to believe that there are no shadim, uh, he, because he studied too much uh, logical philosophy. Uh, but uh, but everyone knows, if you learn the Gemaras, that there are shadim. Okay, so what exactly you do with Machlok as Gra and the Rambam? Uh, I don't know. But, uh, I've seen these shadim and they gore like an ox. The, the, the song of the uh, people who pull the boats and of the uh, people who plow with the ox, with the oxen, is mutter because that helps them do their malacha and it helps, you know, sometimes the oxen react to the sounds that they're hearing. So it's important for them to be singing, for them to have uh, their music, to gardai, but when it comes to weavers, then that's just stam, they just uh, like music. So that, asir, that you're not allowed to do. Ravuna battles him, Ravuna was goes are in his door that they shouldn't have song and, uh, and, and music in their homes and in their uh, places where they made parties um, and therefore come it caused great bracha to come into the world that 100 uh, uh, geese could, which is the most delectable kind of meat could be bought for a single zuz and you could buy 100 saw of wheat for one zuz and you couldn't find people who were willing to buy it because everyone had so much also, Rav Chista Zilzalbei, Rav Chista was mezalzel in that gazera. He wasn't makbid to, to tone down all the music. So he buy avz bezuz of lamishtakach. So a single goose would cost a zuz, and you couldn't even find it. Even if you're willing to spend that kind of money, you couldn't find anyone who was willing to sell it to you. There was uh, people just didn't have. Amr of Yosef. So Rav Yosef said, Zamri Gabri Vani Nashi. If men sing and women respond to the song, uh, so pritzusa. That's a pritzus because kolbi isha erva. You shouldn't have women singing. Zamri Nashi Vani Gavri. If women are the ones that start the song and men are the ones that uh, that respond, right? A lot of the songs were done responsibly. Remember, we had that discussion about how exactly they did. Uh, they they did azyashir right was it that uh, that the that the Moshe Rabbeinu would sing and then everyone would repeat the chorus or they would say uh, every word after him or they would finish off what he started but you get the sense that there was a leader and then there was a response in the way that we uh, that we sing things so if you have the the, the men start things off and the women uh, response that's a pretzels but if you have the women starting things off and the men listening for their cue and they're the ones that are responding that's keish ben ores that's like fire among flammable material, that's going to be a horrible Yetzir Hara, because the men have to listen carefully to the women singing. So the Mainaf Kamina, uh, what difference does it make whether it's Stamma Pritzos or it's the worst Pritzos? Well, when you put the Kol Kore out, you have to know how strong the Lashon should be. You always use the strongest Lashon for Kol 
Torahs anyway. It doesn't make a difference. So, so what's the nafkamina? So the that you have to realize, you have to pick your battles, and you have to know if you're going to be able to accomplish one and not the other to prevent one of these things from happening and not the other. Which one you should actually work hard to prevent from happening? Someone who drinks wine with four types of zemer, maybe chabush pranius yolam is going to bring five types of pranus to the world. Shenemar, because the pasuk says in Yeshayahu. So you see that these people are drinking wine with four types of zemer. Kinar, novel, tof, and chalil. So maxiv achrov, what does the Pasuk say? What are the pronouns that follow? So it says, number one, which means it's going to cause gullus to come into the world. Number two, that it's going to cause famine. And then third, it's going to cause a great thirst. And we assume that that means uh, that Torah is going to be forgotten. That when we, have, when we talk about that uh, the Tzama is not going to be for, uh, for, for, uh, for, for water, it's going to be that we're, we're eager for the Dvar Hashem and we're not going to be able to, uh, to, to find the Dvar Hashem because the Torah is going to be forgotten from those who learn it. Number four is which means it causes a lowliness to the son that again is a euphemism. It means himself. Whatever that means. That uh, it's a, that shiflus uh, is that the olamos hakadoshim and the spheros, the uh, the ben yada explains are all going to be brought down from makom elyon to makom tachta. Meaning, in a certain sense, hakadosh baruch always wants to connect with this world. But how many tzimtzumim? How many uh, you know uh, lowerings of the uh, of the or ain sof have to happen? You know, in the lashon Tanya have to have to happen in order for HaKadosh Baruch Hu to be uh, for his presence, for the Shekhinah to be present in this world. So it needs to the lower the world is, then the more that's going to have to happen. So we're causing a shiflos to HaKadosh uh, Baruch Hu. Ve'in ish ala HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Ish refers to HaKadosh Baruch Hu because it's Shanemar Hashem ish milchama. And then the fifth and final pronos that it's going to cause uh, when you have all this music is ve'in egvom tishapalna that it causes the shiflos of, uh, of Klal Yisrael. So, uh, and what does it say after that, that they cause these five types of pranus that they're ultimately going to fall into Gehenim. That it's going to open its mouth without any uh, end to it. And the beauty and the splendor and everything, all the glory of Yerushalayim is going to fall. And uh, pe- people are going to, uh, uh, the, the and, and all the, the goodness is going to be lost from uh, from Yerushalayim. So Misha Mason Vimarishonim. Then we said when the Vimarishonim died, so it was Batal Urim Vitumim. So Man Vimarishonim. So we try to pinpoint at what point in history uh, did the Urim Vitumim stop? Who were these Vimarishonim that we're referring to that signified the end of the Urim Vitumim? So Man Vimarishonim. Amravuna Zeh. David, Shmuel, Shlomo. When you learn Nevi'im Rishonim, those are the main characters. David, Shmuel, Shlomo. Rav Nachman Amar, be made David, Zimnin Salik, Vizimnin Lo Salik. Now when David Amalek was around, sometimes the Urim V'tumim gave answers, and sometimes it didn't give answers. Shari Shal, Tzaduk, Tzaduk asked the Urim V'tumim V'alsalo, and he got an answer. Shal, Avyasar, Avyasar asked the Urim V'tumim V'alsalo, and he didn't get an answer. Shanamar, Paschim Shmuel Bey says, Vayal, Avyasar, that he was nostalgic from the Kuna Gadola, because he didn't get an answer. 
answer when he asked the uh, the urim v'tumim. So uh, he wasn't he he wasn't he, he wasn't answered at that time. So they took that as a sign that he wasn't a roy for the kuna gedola. Most of Rabbi Bar Shmuel, Rabbi Bar Shmuel. Um, raised the question Zechariah was the son of Yehoyada HaKohen which was in the days of Yoash so my love Urim Vatumim and isn't the Pasuk telling us that they were Doresh Hashem meaning that they were still asking Urim Vatumim this is way after the times of David and Shmuel and Shlomo this is in the days of Zechariah so it says Marlo B'Nevi'im the Pasuk isn't talking about being Doresh in Urim Vatumim the Pasuk in Devarei Ambez is about uh, being Shol in the Nevi'im so they still had Nevi'im at the times of Zechariah they didn't have Urim Vatumim anymore so frankly Gemara Viter on Rav Huna so again Rav Huna is one that said that the, the Nevi'im are Rishonim are David, Shmuel and Shlomo Tashama Mishachar Vesemigdash Rishon Batlu Are Midrash so when the first base which was destroyed the, the Levi'im cities were Batel Upasku Urim Vatumim and the Urim Vatumim stopped Upasak Melech Beis David and the Malchus Beis David stopped Lomar. and if a person is going to ask you uh, that the Pasuk says in Ezra by Yomar Hatir Shasa that Nechemiah said Lahem to the Kohanim that were unable to prove their Yichus Asher Lo Yochlu Mikodesh HaKadoshim Adamod Kohen L'Urim Vatumim that you're not going to be allowed to eat the Kodesh HaKadoshim until you're the, of the the, the kachikachim of uh, meat from chatos and ashamos, until you're able to be sholvur mitum, and it will prove that you're kohanim ksherim. But until then, I don't trust your yichus. You're not going to be allowed to eat kachikachim. So, uh, and, and therefore, that implies that there was an urim mitum that they could still ask. And this is already in the days of Ezra and Nehemiah that they were able to ask an urim mitum. So it's not in the days of David and Shmuel and Shlomo. So it says Gemara Emarlo, you should respond to such a question. It's like when a person says, Oh, when are you going to do this for me? Yeah, when Mashiach comes, I'll do it for you. Meaning it's a way of saying, you know, sometime way in the future, nothing, no time soon, right? So, uh, so that's what, what, what Nechemia was telling them. Nechemia was saying that when, when you're able to ask Urim Vatumim, we don't have an Urim Vatumim anymore in the days of Nechemia, so he's saying uh, it's not going to happen. You're not going to be able to eat the basar from Chata'os uh, and Ashamos. Who are the Nevim Rishonim? Renachem Yitzchak says, uh, It means not Malachi, you were the Nevi'im in Bayesheni, those are for sure the Nevi'im Ha'achronim. So the Urim Tumim existed until the days of Chagai Zechariah uh, Umalachi. Um, so, uh, so, so uh, the, the, but I, mean, I, I should point out, I mean, the bottom line is that, that we saw from the story with, uh, with Nehemiah that through Bayes Rishon they still had the Urim Vatumim because it was only uh, in Bayesheni that they didn't have it, right? But through Bayes Rishon they still had the, uh, the, 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 uh, the Urim Vatumim. So that's why Nachman Yitzchak is disagreeing with Ravuna that it's not only in the days of Shmuel, David, and Shlomo, it was way longer than that, it was for another 400 years in Bayes Rishon. So, uh, who are the Nevim Rishonim that were saying that Batlur uh, Batumim during their times? That's Lafuke Bichagi Zachari Malachi, Dachronim Ninu. Up until the times of Chagai Zachari Malachi, because they are the Nevim Ha'achronim. So, uh, that's how long the Urbatum lasted. So, the Gemara brings a Raya, the Chagai Zachari Malachi, are referred to as the Nevim Ha'achronim, the Tanur because the Brysa tells us, Mishamesu Chagai Zachari Malachi, Nistalka Ruach HaKodesh, Mishrael. When Chagai Zachari Malachi died, that's when Ruach HaKodesh left Chal Yisrael. Even though we didn't have Ruach Kodesh, we still used the Baskal. One time they were in an attic in Yericho, and the Baskal came out and said, 
there's one person here that's deserving of Ashras Ashkina, but his generation doesn't deserve Nasrin And everyone looked at Hillel Zakin because they knew that's who the Baskal was referring to. when died, tell me They said, Well, Chassid, what an Anav, he's a Talmud of Ezra because he came uh, from back from Bavel. And another time they were in the attic in Yavna, and a Baskal again came from Shemaim and told them, that there's someone there that's right for Ashras Ashkina, but the generation just doesn't deserve it. So they all looked at Shemal Akatan because they knew that that's who the Baskal was talking about. When Shemal Akatan died, it's Pidu, hey Anav, hey Chasid, tell me, Doshil Hillel. They said a husband about him, what an Anav, what a Chasid, the Talmud of Hillel. Who Amr Bishas Misa? So when Shmuel Akatan said at the time of his death, Shimon Vishmael Lecharva, he predicted terrible things that Shimon Ben Gamliel the Nasi and the Yishmael Ben Elisha the Kohen Gadol are going to be killed by the sword, Vechavroi Liktala, and a number of other big tzaddikim are going to die with other misos, with other horrible misos, Usharam Alabiza, and the whole nation is going to be despoiled, Vaakan Segiyin, Asid and Lemesi Al Amma, and horrible tsaros are going to come to Klal Yisrael. And all of those things happened. Those, the, the, these were the Asara Ruge Malchus and these terrible Xeros that were made against Klal Yisrael. So you see that the Shechina was Shara and Shmuel Akatan, that his dying words, it was, he was predicting the future and every prediction came true. And they wanted to say the same Lashon of Hespid on Rabid Ben Baba of Hei Chasidei Anav, El Shenitru Fasha'a, Shein Maspid and Alarugi Malchus. But they weren't able to because uh, Yehud Ben Baba was killed by the Malchus and you're not allowed to give a Hespid for, uh, for Arugi Malchus because of Amos HaMelech. So they couldn't give that Hespid, but he would have been deserving of that special Hespid of Hei Chasid, Hei Anav. Mishkar Beis HaMikdash Batal HaShamir. When the Beis HaMikdash was destroyed, so we no longer had the Shamir. So the Gemara said, what is this Shamir? So Tan Rabban Shamir, it's a tiny little creature that can cut through stones. Shabo Ban HaShlomo, Beis HaMikdash, so Shlomo Melch utilized it in building the Beis HaMikdash. Shanemar, because when it describes the same from Malach Malif, the building of the Beis HaMikdash says, Bias Pihibanoso, Evan Shlema Masa Nivne. Sadvarm Kiksavan, it means it literally that they didn't chisel the stones with any iron tools, and therefore they had to use the Shamir to size the stones properly. Different Rabbi Yehuda, that's Rabbi Yehuda's Shita. Amalur Minachamis, Rabbi Nachamis said to Rabbi Yehuda, We have Shalom Arcade, is that Shalom Arcade, is that possible? Valok Varnemar, but doesn't the possible also say, Kalela Avani Mikaros, Megoros Bimagera, that they would cut them with like a with a saw, so imkain matam alomer lo nishma babayis bivo noso. But then, what does it mean when we say lo nishma babayis bivo noso? The pasuk says umakevos vagarzun kol kli barzel lo nishma babayis bivo noso. That you didn't hear the working of any kli barzel. They were sawing stones. You would have heard that. So no, what the pasuk means is that in harabayis you didn't hear the sounds of kli barzel. Sheyamaskin mibachutz umachnis mibefnim. They would uh, chisel the stones with the barzel outside of the Harabais and only then bring those stones inside of Harabais. I'm a Rebbe near and different Rebbe Yehuda that Rebbe Yehuda is correct that Shlomo HaMelech was not Mesates the Avanim with Kli Barzel Ba'avne Migdash when it came to the Avne Migdash but Vidiv Rebbe Nechemio Ba'avne Beso Rebbe Nechemio is correct that he did use metal uh, iron uh, uh, tools when it came to the stones that he used to build his own house. He had two major construction projects the Beis HaMigdash and his own home so each one one he'd use the Shamir and the other 
we would use iron uh, tools. Rabbi Nechemia, Shamir Lamayasa, Rabbi Nechemia, according to Rabbi Nechemia, that they use clay bars, they'll leave to build the base of Migdash. So Shamir Lamayasa, what did they use the Shamir for? So they needed the Shamir for what the Brisa explains. That Avanim Alalu, the Avanim that they used for the Aphod and the Choshen, they didn't write on them with ink, meaning we already went through how they had all the names of the Shvatim, we already discussed earlier in the Masechta, how they had all the names of the Shvatim on the Avne Aphod, and they were the exact same number of letters on this heaven and that heaven, and how we divided up the Shvatim and his Binyamin with the extra Yod, without the extra Yod, right? We already discussed all of that. So, how did they write? So, they didn't write with ink on these stones, Misham Shanamar, because the Pasuk says, Pitu Chechosam, that it's supposed to be a Chakika, it's supposed to be engraved. Vein Masartan be Ismal, and they couldn't just scrape it out with a uh, with a sharp tool, Misham Shanamar, Bimilu Osam, because the stones had to be whole, they had to be complete. So, they couldn't scrape off. They'd write it with ink, and they would uh, run the shamir along where they put the ink so that the shamir would make the indentation of the names, and the stone would crack from the shamir. But it was a crack that didn't chisel anything off. It just created a crack in it, like a te'enu that develops cracks where nothing is taken out of it. It just develops a crack. Or like a bika that develops develops a crack in the ground, where it's not losing anything from the ground, it just develops a crack. It's the size of a, of a tiny saora. And there is nothing that is so hard that it can't break through. So how do you keep it? Where do you, where do you keep it? You put it in a fish tank, it will cut right through the tank. Like, well, what do you do? So they would wrap it in uh, things of wool. And they would put it in a uh, tube of, uh, of of lead, malaya sube saorin, filled with subin of uh, of barley. So I'm Rabbi Ami Mishkar Mikdash Rishon, the first place in which was destroyed, Batla Shir Pargada, a certain type of uh, of, of of linen of uh, of. Um, Silk was lost. and a certain type of crystal. So and also third thing, barzel. Uh, that the, uh, the the congealed wine that came from Hermon had which was thick like igule devela. So those that was all in this battle with the korban abayis. So then we said in the Mishnah, vin So my nofestufim. What is nofestufim? So Rav Solas that it's, it's, it's flour that's so thick that when you try to uh, sift the flour it sits on top of the sieve and it's like dough that's, uh, that's, that's kneaded together with honey and with oil, it's so thick that is a certain bracha that they had in their dough that they would put the dough on the oven walls that's where they used to bake the dough but it would, it would rise so much and it would it would it would uh, it would expand so much that they would meet in the middle of the cavity of the oven. So Rabbi Shua Rabbi Shua ben Levi that Nofes Sufim is the type of honey that came from the high mountains where you were able to see from far you know from lookout points. So my mashma, how do I know that it's normal for honey to come from mountainous areas? Rav Sheshes said the targum on the pasuk of Kasher Tasena Hadvorim. He translated Kemadinitzon de Baryosov. Like the uh, the dvorim uh, fly and uh, float around in the air, and they bring dvash 
from uh, the plants that grow in the mountains. So you see that Devash comes from the mountains. Once we talk about Nofa Sufim, uh, which is the best type of honey, apparently, the Gemara brings other types of uh, Devash, where we say that uh, they're, they're also uh, um, different than regular honey. Tanan Hasam, the Mishnah Masech Machshirin says, Kalanitzok Tahar. Anytime you pour a Mashke Tahar into a Kli that's Tameh, so the Kiluach is not Metameh, what's in the top Kli. Even though it's connected through the stream to the Tameh food in the bottom Kli, it's not Metameh, that which is in the top Kli. Except for such thick honey like the dvash zifim vatsapichim, where it's now considered all fully connected. My zifim, what does zifim mean? Am Rabbi Yochanan, dvashim is bo. It's they would mix water and, and wine with it, and you weren't able to tell it was still so thick, even though you watered it down so much. No, it's called zifim because that's the name of the place that it came from. Maybe you have a similar machlokas in the the uh, types of the Pasuk, so my Zifim, what does it mean, that the Zifim showed up? So people who were a bunch of liars, they were Mazayif, they forged their words. No, it's just the name of the place that they came from. So tomorrow we'll pick up with and we're back on track now. We caught up. So we'll be good tomorrow. Have a good day, everybody. Thank you.